Hello and welcome to Geekscant, the home of RPG jargon and general tomfoolery. My name is Zach, and my only host for this evening is, uh, you know what? He get, he, he'll claim both titles today. He is both the Dapper DM, the Mayor of Fort Wayne, and the Dwarven DM, oh. as the only one with a full beard, you know? Yeah, um, what happened? Did you yeah, get into a fight with, uh, a, with a weed eater? Yeah, yeah, that's that, it, it. Felt like that the first round, uh, but the second round I just gave up. Um, I just just go, man, just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lolly ho, everyone, yeah. lolly ho. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it 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 always it happened almost happened last year. I think it did happen last year, if I'm if I'm recalling correctly. But spring hits, and I start. I walk outside for the first time, and I'm hot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, one of my idols, um, Jerry from Penny Arcade talks about when he hates like the feel of clothes. And so like anytime he goes into his hotel room or anything, you know, during a show, uh, like a PAX or whatever, like as soon as he steps into his hotel room, he's like just shedding clothes because he can't like, he's got to like clothes remind him of his corporeal form right and he's like i don't want to think about it i am the same way with heat not with the clothing but with the like what can i do to like remove myself as far as possible from the idea of heat and this week it was like i've got to lose hair (laughs) and so i cut off cut off the beard and it didn't really help that much but my my brain was satisfied for a couple minutes. So yeah. Bear Droid says move to Canada. Yeah. Instant regret. That's exactly right. Um, <laughs> then yeah. Move to Canada. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, someday that might be on the cards. Cause you know, that, that seems like a dream come true. <laughs> it sounds, it, I could just see the billboard. We have free healthcare and no heat. Come to Canada. <laughs> Listen, I, I talked to someone at one point who said that they don't have air conditioners. Now, this may not be true for every part of Canada, so I'm talking out my ass. But they said, we don't have air conditioners. I'm like, how do you keep your house? That sounds miserable. And they're like, no, no, we don't need air conditioners. That never gets, I'm like, never mind. This is, he- that's heaven, right? Heaven is, heaven is the place where air conditioners aren't needed. Um, that's, that is a fair point. Or yeah. heaven is the place that's just always air conditioned. That's right. Either way, I'd take it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there you go. That was our long preamble to say that we're talking about Kickstarters today. Um, <laughs> we are. We are. I thought we were we talking are. about Paladins. Uh, well, yeah, I thought we were talking about Batman. Oh. Um, yeah, says two weeks out of the year. That's when he uses his AC. That sounds that's amazing. Different. That's nice. I think I don't use mine two weeks of the year. Uh, <laughs> So today we're going to talk about uh, this. Is our what you this is like number eleven, right? Number eleven Kickstarter corn, something like it's that. Fourteen. Some Fourteen. Goodness. <sighs> yeah, let's talk about <laughs> that. That that might be left on the table, Bear Droid. Um, yeah, it might still be out there somewhere. That's right, hiding. Um, we've got several Kickstarters. Um, so what we're going to do? John is not feeling well this evening. Um, he's trying to stay alive for. Um, for Gary Khan coming up soon. So um, Troy and I are going to run through our projects and then we're going to do a quick run through the ones John kind of put on the list. And that way they get covered for sure. 
But if they're still alive in a couple weeks or whenever John's back in an episode, he can spend the time he wants to 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 dive into them more fully. So that's the plan. So you, you might get a little bit of a condensed episode today, but um, he'll probably play a catch up at some point with some of these. Yeah. All right, so let's dive in. I'm going to go ahead and transition us over. If you're listening to this on a podcast, what are you doing? No, you should, you're you're completely reasonable. <laughs> we love doing? our podcast listeners, but also we show um, on the live stream and on the YouTube stream. We're going to be showing um, the uh, video graphics of all the Kickstarter pages, showing all their cool art, and um, that might be a selling point for you. So maybe these are the types of episodes that you want to watch us live for all right here we go uh the first one we are going to talk about today is uh on my list this is remarkable guilds and their heroes uh by laura smith troy what do you think about this as an an idea i dig it um the fact i i mean guilds groups factions i think that's one thing that uh you know Anybody in Adventurers League for for D anD D fifth edition knows about the factions that they they started out. You know the five factions. I thought it was, I thought the intent of that idea was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like maybe the implementation could have been a little mm-hmm. bit better. I mean, I still enjoyed them, um, but then at some point they decided, hey, you know what, the factions are just too much of a of an issue. So we, they got rid of them. I mean, they're still out mm-hmm. there, but they're not really supported anymore. But I mean, with all that we've talked about on, on our shows in particular with like patrons and backers and, and yep. whatnot, this, this idea is perfect for that. It helps. Yep. It helps your game. I don't, I don't care what game you're playing. It's going to help it. Yeah, and they don't care either because this product is system neutral, um, which I like. Uh, This is the same. I I think I backed, and if I didn't, I now wish I did, uh, Remarkable Colts, which came out uh, last year. Uh, I think that's awesome. And then they've got a whole bunch of stuff kind of in the backlog. Remarkable Shops, which I think I own in PDF. A whole bunch of different card deck resources. we were just talking to Limithron here also is Krakens and Cannons, Epic Ship Battle Maps for Roleplaying. They've done 12 different Remarkable Inns. Um, they've done quite a few different projects on Kickstarter. This is someone, this is an established company. Um, you pretty much know what you're getting with them, I think. Um, I really like it. I like... <sighs> so, so, I'm talking about this. This is... So, obviously, I'm excited about this. I'm 90% sure I'm going to end up backing it. Um, It's 10 detailed guilds. I think they've added a few more through stretch goals at this point. But uh, 10 guilds, new rules for players to operate their own guild, uh, new gameplay mechanics, game master tools for custom guilds, uh, maps for guild headquarters, all sorts of stuff, right? Guilds, 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 quest hooks, rumors, mysteries. Here's what I would like. And... It's been a couple days since I've looked at their stretch goal, but uh, yeah, haven't hit that yet. The only thing missing from this is a guild system for 5e or whatever systems, right? Like I would really like to have seen that, but even sans that, I think if you had this book, you as the GM could go in and 
put together some cool like perks for joining a guild and all that. Okay, so and I was gonna say, what do you mean by a guild system? Like, just, if you become a member of the guild at this level, you get this. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Or you know, okay. when you do quests for the guild, because it talks about quest hooks and things. Doing quests for the guild gives you, you know, guild points or however you want to call it, right? And get enough guild points, and you can, um, you know, turn them in for you know magic items that are guild specific or you know like you said once you level up in the guild then you can have abilities or what like that stuff would be really cool and handy too but i kind of dig that they're committing to it being a system neutral book um as well so it's just a resource right it's just i'm i'm thinking a lot about um i was listening to the 307 rpg podcast and they were talking about tolus a little bit um, actually for several episodes. And one of the things that they said on their last episode was, you know, obviously Tolis was designed around the idea of 3.5 or third edition. Right. right? Um, and so it has a lot of those sensibilities in there. Like there's a, like the cobblestones are probably magical, right? Like uh, there's magic yeah. everywhere and there's, there's a billion resources at your fingertips. There's a, every, you know, detail heavy right um um but part of what they talked about is that not it's a really great resource and by and large they were like rah rah this is an awesome book yes but but also they're like it very much feels like a third edition book that's been ported over to 5e okay i can see that and um this is the type of book you know, and they're like, oh, well, you could still use, you know, like you could rip out a lot of the magic stuff and it still is a great book. This is a book that's nice because I don't think you're going to have to rip out anything, right? Uh, the fact that it's system neutral means that it's going to be very applicable to whatever you're running. I think this is cool um, in general. So, yeah, it, it also begs the question, though, it, for, for it, the fact that it is system neutral to me makes it. Uh, game master specific it's, mm-hmm. it's rules it's it's rules agnostic but it's game master specific and yeah. by that i mean if you're the type of game master that you want to open up the book and you want to have the rules right there in front of you to do whatever it is you're going to you're trying to do in the system that you're trying to do it in mm-hmm. a, a system agnostic book mm-hmm. is like could be the bane of your existence because now you have to put in design time. Yes, 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 absolutely. Uh, so anyhow, 15, uh, 15 euros, so that's about 17 bucks, gets you the PDF. Uh, the hardcover book is about 39 bucks, which I think is a very reasonable price. That's probably where I'll end up being. Uh, you can also, there's higher pledge tiers that get you all the rest of their books. Um, um, and I also believe, let's double check here. Um, yes, uh, if you pledge a two bucks, you can get access to the... Um, uh, project updates and uh, the back kit later. I'm just going to go ahead and do that just live here. Well, actually not live because it takes me into payment, but I don't want to forget. So there you go. Um, one way or another, I'm going to back this sucker. All right. So that is uh, remarkable Colts. If you are remarkable guilds, this has 24 days still to go. 2000 backers, $97,000. Uh, you should definitely check it out. Troy, you got the next one with Bergen's Book of Beasts. I'm really glad you do. Go ahead and talk to us I about do. this. I um, do. I seem to be the beast guy. I seem to be the, uh, you know, animal companion person. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Penny Dragon Games. We have talked about Penny Dragon. I have talked about Penny Dragon yep. Games. I think I every time they've 
dropped something mm-hmm. on Kickstarter, I have talked about it. Uh, Mag of Holding being probably one of my favorite things that they do. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever whenever they put one out, I always back it. Love that stuff. Um, and this doesn't. This follows right along with with the quality that they put out. Um, hundreds of new beasts for pets, monsters, wild shapes, polymorph, all that kind of stuff. Beast flavored subclasses like the Oath of the Pack Paladin and the Snake, the Snake Bite Stalker Ranger. Um, mm-hmm. We got beastly items with in in strange facts and environmental notes about the different uh, in, environs and stuff that the that the book talks about. And when you have a book like this, what do you really need to make it sing? You need an adventure. So they've got Firestar Falling mini campaign that is 100 100 plus pages and takes you from levels one to five. Mm. And of course, you can put this wherever you would like um, in whatever setting you might be uh, running your games in. But as with pretty much anything Penny Dragon, and I'm going to harp on it again like we always do, the art is Mm. awesome. Um, Mm. It really has an evocative feel. Um, they, they've got a you know the, the pledge levels you can get like the, the a gilded cover and all that stuff, but that stuff to me that's not important. It's the guts and Penny Dragons behind this thing, and I have no reason to believe that this is not going to be a success. There was a couple things here that that drew my eye when I looked at this. Um, first off, they had a crazy deal where if you backed in the first twenty four hours, you got the Firestar Falling book for free in a hardcover. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, that was kind of nuts. Um, I've never seen that exact thing before. Obviously, so it's still a great deal. This is not anything against that. But mm. obviously, you looked at the pledge tiers, and they've all they they put their price their books at the higher point of of what you might expect, and that is helping them recoup some of the cost of giving away a free hardcover <laughs> yeah. book. But, yeah. um, but it's still a cool deal. And if you were in that first 24 hours, I think that's, that's really smart. Um, the other thing that I would point out is that this it says Penny Dragon games first created because um, uh, he was creating them under his own profile up until this point. This is a creator yes. that like Troy said, we've talked about numerous times. They're very trustworthy. They're very active uh, in the community you're probably going to get exactly what's presented here. Um, and uh, you, you shouldn't really worry about it. They're, they're a company that's delivering. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just be, just because it's under a different name, you know, Penny Dragon games, it's still, I mean, all you need to know is mag of holding and mm-hmm. it should make you feel just fine back in this thing. Yep. So there's the Brook of Beasts, uh, which has over 200 creatures. That's Firestar Falling, the campaign. They've also got a Fabric Math. They've got a GM screen. They've got a Monster deck. They've got a Firestar Corruption deck. Um, they've got a whole bunch of cards that kind of go with it. They've got dice. Um, they've got minis. They've got a, all sorts of oh, handouts. Oh, yeah. and yeah. Yes. That, that adventure, that Firestar Falling. Yes. It has six possible endings to it. Oh, that's cool. So there is replayability in this thing for a different group of players, if you'd like, Um, or even the same group, really. And I I don't know how they've got that Mm -hmm. worked out. But yeah, one of the things that you get is is the is 
and the higher tiers actual handouts of or or draw cards or whatever for which ending you're getting almost like the movie clue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so anyhow um uh, i'll, I'll draw attention to the prices here just for our viewers and listeners so you don't have to if you don't want to uh the pdf is 27 dollars. again that goes back to that's on the higher end of pdf price not to say it's not worth it it probably is absolutely um but um it is a little bit on the higher side um and then the hardcover book by itself with the pdf is 60 bucks around 60 bucks um and then it kind of goes up from there um uh, so it, it can get pretty reasonable, um, and pretty crazy at the same time as you're moving up the big edition that has everything, including the minis and all the cards and everything is $231. Uh, anything else we need to cover there, Troy? Um, apparently, uh, when, once I finally got down closer to the bottom, um, there are seven alternate endings in the pack. Uh-huh. And this is the first in the Firestar series. The second of this series will be announced later in 2022. And the pack includes instruction, GM instructions, player handout, handouts, letters written by NPCs, uh, addressed to the party to try mm-hmm. uh, to help bring a satisfying end to the overall arc of the Firestar Falling story and the player characters' arcs within. So if you back this, and you like the beasts and all that kind of stuff, and you play through the one through five, and you like it, and you really were jazzed about it, and feel like, oh man, the story's over. It's not over. This is just the beginning. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move along. Move Here we along. go. Uh, this is my other one. I had two today. Um, this is CBR Plus. Plus PNK Augmented or Cyberpunk Augmented, a tabletop RPG for one-shot cyberpunk advent action using streamlined Forged in the Dark rules. Uh, $29,000, 1,000 backers, 17 days left to go. I So I don't have a lot of Forged in the Dark stuff, but I'm going to have this one. Okay. Um, this really spoke to me as a presentation how they laid this book out how they laid this campaign out um and like um i think it's a good marriage for the system for the forge the dark system to have this cyberpunk feel i think is is really cool um so i don't know um let's let's just get into it um so they they start off with a kind of an idea of how you play and they're calling it a minimalist version of the forge in the dark system um which i think is cool um but no playbooks um which are kind of like your archetypes um and then it kind of goes from there but there's a glitch die mechanic um there's a stress mechanic uh then there's epilogues um just i i just kind of dig i can dig the changes that they made and i I only know blades in the dark or forge in the dark by reading it i have never played it but i already kind of dig it i also here here's why i got into it though they have this cute little box set (laughs) that they are selling right um this is what got me so there's a pledge tier that is $30, Troy, $30, that says a copy of Cyberpunk Augmented Box that you get eight pamphlets, um, which is the GM guide, 
four player pamphlets, a framework predator and plus weird and unlocked uh, uh, unlocked stretch goal pamphlets, totaling up to 11 in one slick box includes digital copies. Um, that just feels cool to me. Like the idea of a pamphlet box set is, has got me excited. It's, it is actually really cool. Um, so this, this, basically that's, that's a starter box. Would you say a stripped down yeah. starter box? That's, well, I mean, that, cause it's got the, the, the GM stuff, the player stuff, a little adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Oh man. And, and, and it's all in pamphlets, right? So one thing we got to keep in mind, you're not buying a bunch of page count, right? Right. You're buying an experience that is going to be a whole bunch of individual pieces. You know, if you put it all together, it's probably like, what, like a 40-page book. But it's it's been hacked apart. I'm cool with that. I love how it's presented. I love the feel of it. Um, this, when I saw this, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to buy this. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, uh, so the whole book comes in like the, the core rule system comes in two pamphlets. There's a GM's guide that contains the core rules, uh, with everything you need to know. This is like a fold out four page thing, double-sided, um, and then a player pamphlet, um, which has a player sheet on one side and the player rule book really on the other side, which is a cool feel there too. Um, I don't know if we need to get into any more, but, um, one of the other pamphlets is a scenario, um, uh, uh, and it kind of goes from there. I'm, I'm not going to dive into it a lot, but the idea of basically it's going to be 11 pamphlets, I think is really cool. Um, yeah. it's eight bucks for the, uh, PDF, um, uh, uh, in, uh, with none of the, what am I trying to say here? Uh, it doesn't have the stretch goal pamphlets. Um, oh, I don't believe. And then uh, there's a 16 buck one that is that is the whole thing. And then uh, in digital, then there is a 30 bucks that is the box set. And then there's retail and on and on and on. Anyhow. That is Cyberpunk or CBR plus P and K. Um, I didn't check. We could check real quick um, if this uh, person. Oh, yeah. They've created 18 projects 18. on Kickstarter. So um, let's see if we let's see if we backed anything of theirs real quick. Uh, lots of Zine Quest stuff. Oh, Wild Sea. Remember talking about Wild Sea? Yes. Yeah. I don't recall a whole lot about that, but I think you maybe brought it up. Uh, business RP. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of comic stuff is what it looks like. That's yeah. The cool. Skies of Fire. Skies of Fire looks kind of cool. Yeah. Like uh, so Business comics. RPG is asking, do custom systems like this do, do, do well, or do, they, uh, or do they go over better when they're adapted or adaptable to a 5E uh, system? Um, so the answer to that is that if you're going to do, in my opinion, Zach's opinion here, if you're going to do a unique system and, and this one is built off of something else. So it has this touch point, right? It's like, Oh, it's forge of the dark, just with streamlined rules and for a different genre. Um, that's a touch point for folks. Um, but if you're going to do something, do something funky and make it 
look awesome and get the word out, right? Um, I don't see a ton of like regular fantasy new system stuff that does crazy good unless they're an established company already. Right. Right. But, but things like this that are a little bit weird and one off and that obviously they spent a lot of money putting into designing this whole thing before the Kickstarter went live. So that helps Um, you, you know, you kind of get exactly, you know, exactly what you're getting with this, right? There's no ambiguity of product. Um, And then I think the other thing is that they really communicated well, their, their system, right? Like if you go and read the thing, it's like, this is what we're doing. This is how we swapped out what we swapped out for Forge in the Dark. And, oh, here's a, here's the current version of the rules that you could just download and read. Um, So that gives me as a backer confidence that, yes, you're designing a new system, but the design work's already done. The scariest project for me to back is a new system that has Mm -hmm. very little to show of the system. That's a terrifying prospect, so... Yeah, yeah. Here's a here's a a three D twelve plus D four system that we just designed for something or other, and well, like, we had the idea. We yeah, had we the had idea, idea of a system. Yeah, and there's nothing that tells you how it, it actually. You know, what's the core mechanic? Oh, that you will find up. out when we deliver this. It's yeah, we'll find out. Oh no, thank you. Uh, unless you're a zine, and then I'm willing to roll the dice on that. Right, and that and that's when you know. That's when it's okay. Yeah, I dropped 10 bucks, 15 bucks on something that I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, Troy, talk to us about Adventure Begins Here. Adventure Begins Here. All right. Uh, Again, kind of in my wheelhouse, Adventure Begins Here is a guide to beginning campaigns um, for it, it could be new game masters new dms or those that are established that that are trying to get like new players brought in with this you get eight starting scenarios with guides and battle maps and counter tables and tips and tricks for each scenario um Hmm. there are levels that you can get vtt maps uh it's pdf you get soft copy um so you everything that you need to start this event to start one of these adventures is right here. And to me, the scenarios are great. You have tavern drinks is your first one. It's the classic starting session mm-hmm. in a trusty tavern, killing rats, prison the, cell dungeon. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the tropes that you, that we all grew up with um, that a lot of people turn their nose up at now. Um, but I mean, this is all they're They're only giving you a one sentence, like, Killing rats. What better monster to slay than rats in a basement? Yeah. Now these looking at all these and I'm like, I have probably done this exact start on almost all of these. Yes, and that's not a bad exactly. thing, right? It's like this no. is like, wow, this would be a great resource to hand to a new DM. Mm-hmm. Great resource to be like, here, here's eight different things that are tried and tested. Yeah, Uh, and right here, the first paragraph in the design. The idea for this small book came to me after reading about and even knowing personally several new GMs who struggled to find their first module to run. They seemed a bit overwhelmed, especially the ones who didn't want to run Fandolin or similar classic starting adventures. Because that's what 
the thing is, and you know, I'm part of several different Facebook groups uh, for new DMs and beginner DMs and things like that, and they're they're always asking, "What do I run?" And of course, almost everybody's answer is, "Oh, Lost Minds of Family, it's a starter set." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you, you're going to come across people that they they're just not sure of themselves to the point where oh my gosh, that's a whole box full of stuff. Yeah. That takes you from levels one to five. Or they played that as a player, right? Or they and they're played like, as a oh, now I'm running it as a GM. I don't want to do the same thing. Or they yeah. hear, they're afraid that like, well, but my players probably, somebody's already probably played that. It's been out for 10 years, right? Yeah. Like, or like you said, they played it with the group that, that they're yeah. running for now. They they're, It's just their turn in the hot seat. They can't run that yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. This is this is great. I mean, I love this idea. Eight adventures that are going to help somebody get their feet, get their get their DMing feet, get their get their time behind the screen, if you use a screen. And and get them used to running a game. And and mm-hmm. this this gives you all the tools. Uh Daniel James is who created this, Dan's Dungeons. This is uh he's created five things. He's had five Kickstarters, so mm-hmm. you, you can feel pretty confident that uh, you know this is going to be a, a, a decent thing. Um, get the physical adventure for nine bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, and uh, this person's from Melbourne, so uh, uh, Craig, you might have a shot at getting some decent shipping on this one. So <laughs> yeah, for a change. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Adventure begins here. Uh, 64 backers, $761. I think we could help this guy out and get him some more money here. 26 days left to go. Um, That sounds like a cool product. I'm actually really impressed with it. So that's awesome. The only only hard thing about getting him more money is the fact that it's so stinking cheap. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to have a lot of backers to get this this puppy uh, up. But again, that's the beauty of it. It mm-hmm. doesn't need to be expensive to get that new DM, that new game master. Yeah. Some confidence it, it, building. And 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 for backers benefit, it's eight bucks for the digital, nine dollars, crazy, nine dollars for the yeah. PDF and the print on demand. He's like, ah, oh, give me an extra buck. You can have the print on demand. That's yeah, hilarious. Very much the print-on-demand way of doing it. Um, all right, so that was Adventure Begins here. Next, we've got Adaptable Encounters. Now, is this another one of Troy's? Uh, yeah. Or is this a John one? This is nope, this, this is me. This is uh, okay. this is this is my uh, my. Well, he yep. doesn't know he's he, he doesn't know he's my friend, <laughs> but Guillermo, um, yep. who I again every time he drops something on Kickstarter, I'm going to talk about it because it's just cool stuff. Yeah. Um, Four thousand dollars, thousand backers. Yes, good job. And he, and he only his goal was forty nine dollars, <laughs> and he's already got almost a thousand backers. Yeah, because um, his stuff is good. The, his stuff is good, and it's a buck. Yeah, a minimum of a buck. Come on, you get ten encounters and reference cards for each monster to help scale the adventure cuz he, he the way the way his stuff is created is there's like a sliding scale if you if you want to run this encounter for low level party here's the suggested yeah. monsters if you want to want to run it for a higher level party here's the suggested monsters so you're not you're not wasting a buck 
on encounters mm-hmm. that you can't use because your characters are you know all tenth level or higher. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got you covered. So, um, the stuff is all it, it's very well laid out. The artwork is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the scalable monster part. Um, he does have add-ons. He's uh, micro dungeons. Hello, mm-hmm. talk about those all the mm-hmm. time. You can grab those. All the different ones that uh, have been put out. Um, it, the battle maps that he that he's put out. Um, the Guillermo puts out quality stuff. I hope. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, stay at a buck because it's cheap for everybody. On the other hand, man value yourself and your in your stuff a little bit more because man you deserve it and you're going to be able to get it and i'll make a quick note here this is a pet peeve of mine i I love his stuff so this is not against his stuff but this is a warning flag for me and and we trust him we know he's going to deliver so i'm not this is not a warning against him but don't show me a hardcover book on your banner and then not offer a hardcover book or a book at all in your mm. campaign. Um, I forgive it uh, <laughs> a lot of the time, but uh, uh, I think that that that's a little, it, it's a letdown, especially for this one because I saw the same one and I saw who it was, and I'm like, oh, he's got a book now. That's awesome. Mm. I might, I'm gonna try to back that, and I click, and I'm like, oh, there's no book. That's yeah. And I, the, all, the, only, the best way to fix that is just a little, you know, PDF icon right down there. Yeah, yeah. And you and you'd it's be just, fine. Just, uh, just, uh, I know it. I know it helps draw people in, but then they get disappointed. So, um, I would, I would keep it, keep it. If it's a PDF, keep it looking like a PDF. Simple as that. And, unless, unless, oh, you know, Guillermo, how about this? Because I mean, I'm sure he listens to us, right? Yeah, that's everybody, right. Every, yeah. Everybody listens to us. So. With all of this cool stuff that, that that Guillermo's been putting out, maybe we're gonna get lucky and like get a at book. the end of the year, he'll he'll kickstart like a compilation and yes, you you get That'd a book. Cool. And that would, be great. I mean, that would be great. I mean, I would buy it all again. I mean, I backed it for a buck yeah, each time, well. but yeah. I mean, yeah, I would back mm-hmm. this. I mean, he deserves it. So absolutely. All right. Uh, so now we've got a couple that are from John. So we're going to run through these really quick um, and then we'll call it good. Um, so All the right. first one is the Combat Compendium, a Dungeon Master's Tool, a Dungeon Master combat support system custom made to imitate a leather bound book. This feels very much like a John product. Uh, yes. <laughs> 25,222 backers, uh, 14 days left to go. Um, let's see, how can we describe, uh, let's see if they help me out here. How can we describe what all is in this book um, or faux uh, book? Here we are. Well, yeah. Uh, so it's got a base combat compendium with embedded initiative tracker, um, magnetic feet to keep the lid up, uh, then it's got um, a whole bunch of initiative tokens. It's got a spot where you can store dice. It's like a whole storage kit for all sorts of hit point trackers. And I, you know. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah, Here, yeah. Um, yeah, you get all these like little wooden inserts in, inside this in the, in this faux book, and you pull it out, and it's very organized. Um, basically, what you're what 
visualize this for those of you listening on the podcast. All of your minis have a magnet in the bottom of them, you know, mm. which you can go to the, you know, whatever store, get you some magnets. They have little tags that you can then stick the mini on that tells you, okay, this is phone number one, phone number two, phone number three. Those are also magnetized. They also have little holes in them that stick out from underneath your mini base. And if you happen to hit somebody with uh, blindness, they have little mm-hmm. little things that you stick in that base that says blind. Um, mm-hmm. You have and, the, and you have bigger sized bases like that for your bigger minis for your large scale and all that kind of stuff. Then you have the little tokens for initiative that are on the actual, I, I think, uh, cover of the book as it sticks up so that you can move the initiative tokens on there to, to it's like this person's next, this person already went. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's got, Oh, and they've got like little dials, almost like what you use in golf for your, your stroke counters, those little clicky, clicky wheels mm-hmm. for like hit points and things for, for different characters. Nice. Those are magnetized. Those get put on the cover when you've got it all opened up and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a neat idea. It's a it's very interesting, mm-hmm. and, and you know it, it's all DM facing, so that you have all these different. It's all your and dials all, and things. It's all customizable too. It's all customizable. Right? Like you, yeah, you can pick your uh, your coloring and and page uh, uh, gilding or whatever and things like that. So and size, you can get a bigger book too that has more stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the base level price is uh, $106 and it goes up from there with different add-ons. So we'll leave the rest for John. If he, if we miss something, he can come back and cover it. Last but not least, we have, I knew, I knew somebody was going to snag this one. Uh, Griffin's Saddlebag Part 2. Oh, oh yeah. The anticipated sequel with over 500 game-ready magic items, player options, settings, and more for 5e. Uh, this is, is the Griffin Saddlebag like one of the definitive 5e third-party supplements at this point? Well, uh, I feel like it's becoming that Griffin, hmm. Griffin and his Saddlebag, um, I believe has been like on Instagram and stuff like that for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've been getting notifications that, you know, uh, you know, from from Griffin Saddlebag, here's a new item. From Griffin Saddlebag, here's the new. Talk about prolific. I mean, you know, if you're if you're subscribed to to the Instagram, you're going to get notifications and stuff. And just recently, I feel that uh, they've started putting out actual physical products, and this is the second book they had Griffin Saddlebag book one mm. and this is this is book two i have a feeling that if you're in if you like third-party products and you don't know about griffin saddlebag you need to find out mm. because this is awesome awesome inspired stuff and just just the actual bag uh, you because you have the, like the bag of holding and how that looked in the in the dmg he has he has quite the uh the merchandise line in his items of bags yeah. and pouches and things 
Here's one of the things that I always gravitate to is I like to see what they name things because that tells me if I think I'm going to like the attitude of this mm -hmm. creator, right? So he has a 12 new archetypes that he did. Um, Bard, College of the Mercantile, great, great Bard. Barbarian, Path of the Infernal, uh, I have done something similar to that. That sounds cool. Cleric, Festus Domain. Uh, Druid, Circle of Dragons, which is a great Druid Circle. Love that. Fighter mm -hmm. Steelhawk, that's a cool name. Love that. Monk Way of the Aether, I think that's cool. Uh, oops, I am jumping way ahead here. But um, Paladin Oath of the Spell Drinker, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Ranger Rockborn, which is kind of uh, that one's fine. Uh, mm -hmm. Rogue Grim Surgeon, great name. Great name for a rogue. A sorcerer desert soul makes sense. Warlock, whose Patrick is the mini. And it looks like that's a Tiamat, perhaps a Tiamat inspired. It looks uh, like it. Patron. And then a, my favorite, Wizard of Wand lore, which is, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so this right here, this is the type of thing that for me i don't probably need to read anything else i know that i'm going to like the content in this book just by the way that they are presenting these 12 subclasses i'm like this speaks to me so probably the rest of the book is going to speak to me if that makes sense yeah oh yeah and luckily if you're a little bit of a harder sell than what zach is mm -hmm. they they've got uh there's two uh sneak peeks you can get a 17 page sample of 56 items mm. uh for your for your game and then you can and the griffin items he's got a griffin coin pouch he's got a griffin uh key fob he's got a griffin coin purse you know all this stuff it's it's I just think that's hilarious. Then you can also get a 49 page sample of three of the 14 settings that he has mm. in this. So there's that way you can, you know, check it out and see if you, if you, if this is what you like. And if, if, if you don't like this kind of stuff, I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> it's a really good, really good uh, product. Oh. Really nicely presented. And He's got something called Ledger Plus. Mm -hmm. That is, it is almost kind of like his own exclusive D and D Beyond, where mm -hmm. you get a subscription to this, or you get a key to it, whatever you call it, and you have access to whatever you, whatever books and stuff that you've bought from Griffin Saddlebag are on Ledger Plus, fully indexed, searchable, all that good stuff. So you have it all right there. All of all of the future Griffin Saddlebag products are going to be uploaded to Ledger mm. Plus, so you'll have every any anytime you buy a new thing, it it can unlock it on your Ledger Plus account. Not to mention he's he's got actual physical backpack that is mm -hmm. done up in the same style as the artwork, um, character binders, and even a beanie. So that way, when your head gets cold, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Uh, so it's 20 bucks for the PDF. Um, it is 50 bucks for the book. 
um, and the PDF comes along with it. The deluxe book, which has the kind of like alt cover feel, is 80 and it goes up from there. There's a ton of, like Troy just said, there's a t- billion add-ons. We're not going to go into all that, but if you want it, if you can imagine it, if you can dream it, he's got it. It's in there somewhere. <sighs> well, Troy, we have made it through. We have. Another crowdfunding corner episode. <sighs> Hopefully we've uh, coerced a few few listeners to spend some more cash. I know we've conver- convinced myself. Uh, yeah. We're probably going to have to do uh, the next few weeks another like, here's all the stuff that's came in episode mm. and talk about it because I've been getting quite a few uh, uh, books in over the past few weeks and we take pictures of them and we put them on Discord and show off stuff in our one of our Discord channels. But you know what? That's not as cool as hanging out and flipping through and talking about what you like and what you don't like and yeah. all that. And um, it's, I think those are typically really fun and informative. Well, um, we'll have to, we'll, we'll bundle that in maybe with us talking about what we've done at Gary Con. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. All right. Well, that's going to do it for, uh, uh, well, Girk's asking if we're going to try to do a live feed sometime at Gary Con. Uh, probably so. I, I don't think it'll be crazy expansive this for this one. Like we're not going to do a full recording, but we'll we could try to do kind of what I did uh, for um, Game Hole, which is a mm-hmm. July feed. Um, I think that could be a lot of fun. Uh, if you're going to be at Gary Con, we're looking forward to seeing you. If you're not going to be at Gary Con, uh, what are you doing? Um, yeah, get your priorities right. That's right. All right. Well, Troy, thanks so much for hanging out. I uh, also want to thanks to uh, uh, Jui Alto Atten, uh, Ava Semaphore, Bear Droid, uh, BLG Damn Judge, Business RPG, Craig, Delox X, Girk, Capsips, Lurks, and uh, Violets. Really appreciate y'all hanging out. And uh, 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 I know there's a couple others that were popping in and out. We appreciate all of our live listeners. If you're listening to this on YouTube or on uh, uh, the podcast feed afterwards or Facebook, we thank you so much there as well. Even if we don't catch your comments, we don't get to chat with you as much. Uh, you're still very important to us. And uh, it means a lot that you take time out of your week to uh, spend some time with us. Yes, indeed. All right. Well then, Troy, I guess uh, until next week or maybe 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 a bit longer than next week. Yeah. We'll see you next time. And uh, on, on Jaws' behalf, stay safe out there and play great games. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode and you want to continue the conversation with us, go ahead and head on over to our Discord. There's a link in the show notes, and you can always shoot us a message on Facebook to get a link there as well. Uh, While you're at it, if you wouldn't mind, give us a like on Facebook. Give us a subscription over here on your podcast feed. Uh, Give us a review and some stars while you're at it. That would be awesome. That's the way we get in front of more people. And if you want to watch a live show, we're live almost every Sunday and Tuesday on Twitch and YouTube. And you can find links to all of that right there in the Discord. We'll see you next time.